Let's go, baby. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> 103 mile per hour. Gas has me jazzed, and so does an Arizona Diamondbacks win over the San Diego Padres. Welcome into the PHNX D Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name, of course, is Derek Montia. I am known around the city of Phoenix as their mayor. This man next, next to me, uh, he is electricity uh manifested into a human body it's mr electric <laughs> himself sean yeah, Paz. uh and we are very excited about tonight's win sean what are your initial reactions to seeing the unlikely duo of kyle nelson and justin martinez hold down the back end of the bullpen in a victory over the padres well wow. well the answer cogs question uh the d-backs are motherfucking wagon um, are my right. reaction is a uh, well, initially was a giant sigh of relief, um, yeah. because uh, that's not the way I thought it was going to go. Uh, if I'm being completely honest, I did not think uh, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I had a whole lot of faith in those guys to necessarily pull off what they did, um, but they did it, and so it was a big sigh of relief. Um, yeah. and I am now the biggest J Mart fan in the world. Daniel Man. in the chat saying that Justin is the new Mr. Electric. I'm fine with that. He deserves yeah. it. He earns it. He yeah. can have the nickname. I, I, I think, I, I think, I'm, I'm, I think I'm willing to give him your nickname too because hey. this man was absolutely electric. If you tonight, throw 103 but, miles per hour. Who am I to say that you can't have my nickname? Yeah, I don't. I I don't know. I don't know. But let's take a first of all. First of all, the D-backs needed an economical Galentine's Day. Uh, in order to get through this victory because we know that there was no Kevin Ginkle and no Paul Seawald. And of course, when it comes to an economical Galentine's Day, I think all of us dudes uh, can relate to that at least one time in our relationships. But uh, Zach Gallen was hit very hard tonight. He was oh hit very, very hard. And it was it was very worrisome because it felt like at one point the dam was going to break because even though he was being hit very hard, he was still incredibly effective. Uh, and in fact, when we talk about him getting hit very hard, here's Jesse Friedman's tweet. I think we have about, uh, the exit velos. And if we don't, I can read it off to you. Uh, but yeah, here's the exit velos tonight against Zach Gallon from the fourth inning on uh, a lot of, a lot of very hard hit balls, basically for those of yeah. you listening, I'll, I'll run through it fast. 96, 95, 98, 102, 110, 98, 96, 103, 104. He wasn't fooling very many people, but he was able to get the job done. And I'm very excited to announce that that is now two Dick Milk victories for the Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> two. Love the Dick Milk dubs. Dick we, milk dubs. Uh, we, look, we know, we knew, we knew, we knew the milk was stronger than the Dick. We always knew that, but of uh, Rich Hill did not last very long. The Arizona Diamondbacks were able to put up some good. Uh, so it's, I guess I, I, not great offense, but enough to get the job done tonight uh, for a three to one victory. But man, uh, I think the thing that goes without saying is that the pitching got the job done tonight for the Diamondbacks. I mean, yeah. uh, Zach, Zach Gallen, again, even though he was hit very hard, he still was able to give them some length. He went six and one third innings pitch, gave up three hits, one earned run, one walk, three strikeouts, zero home runs. How does he get away with this, Sean? How, he can't keep getting away with this. I know, uh, Steve. That's what Steve said, right? Like it, 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 it. He got very lucky. Gallon got very lucky tonight. Um, and I mean, we looked at those those numbers that Jesse tweeted out. That was just from the fourth inning on. That left out that his first two outs 
we're out to the warning track. The second one I mean, being uh, uh, Alec Thomas jumping at the wall. Like, yeah, off yeah. rip, I, I was quite concerned for how this <laughs> was, was going to go. Like you said, it yeah. felt like something where the dam was just going to break at some point. Um, yeah. And it yeah. didn't. And, and like you said, it was um, – I was – I forget who said it, but I heard someone say that Zach Allen referred to himself as like a bulldog, right? Like he – even if even if stuff's not going well, like he still is going to power his way through it. And sure. that's very much who he was tonight. Like it didn't look pretty, but it, it's Zach Gallon. Like that's how that's Cy Young winners. Even when they're bad, they're good. Um, and that's very much what Zach Gallon was tonight. That that's the thing. And I mean, it, it's getting to the point now where I almost I almost feel like is Zach Gallon even good? I don't know because we kind of say he doesn't have his best stuff a lot. But like I think every that, night, right? You know, well, and it's like, I, I know he, he dips into it. I know he has the ability to get there. Uh, and we've seen some outstanding performances. So I think that's the reason why we know, like, this is how good Zach Gallon could be. And then we kind of see, you know, levels leading up to that being that good, but maybe never reaching a, as high as we've seen him, you know, at periods throughout the season. But like you said, it's not about having your best stuff every single night. It's about being effective and being able to get out when your best stuff isn't there. You know, I mean, we've seen that with some of the bullpen, right? We we've seen like Scott McGuff, for instance, who we gave everybody a nice scare on Twitter with our little uh, joke that we just, it was a funny, it was a funny meme. It was Damon's meme. I got to give Damon credit for that one. <laughs> I needed to post it because it made me laugh a lot. It also terrified me. Uh, but like Scott McGuff, when he doesn't have the the splitter, for instance, uh, when it, or, or the sinker, you know, he's, he's not, effective right the yeah. zach that gallon doesn't have his best stuff he still finds a way uh to to get outs there there's a lot of chat uh, a lot of talk in the chat about the uh padres being the fraudres and <laughs> i'm down with that but we still have three more games against them so i'm down to hold off on name calling until we can get through this series uh yeah Moshi Bear in the chat wants to know your cat's name, by the way, oh, Sean. Uh, her name is Baby. She's the cutest <laughs> thing in the world. I love her with every fiber of my being. Oh, my um, God. I want to snuggle she, that cat right now. Let's go. She is the uh, best. Vic I don't think she Victory cat. likes being on camera. But, yes, Victory Cat. Very much so. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, but let's give it up also, not just, not, not just for your cat, but for the bullpen. <laughs> Uh, because the Diamondbacks absolutely needed a strong performance on a night where we didn't have a Kevin Ginkle, we didn't have Paul Sewald, and they got it from Kyle Nelson and Justin Martinez. And man, when we talk, we, we're gonna, we're going to give Justin Martinez his flowers plenty here, but Kyle Nelson was pitching out of his mind in this game. I mean, I, I didn't even recognize who this man was. He went one and a third's innings pitch. He got three strikeouts on sixteen pitches thrown total. Uh, totally absolutely what the diamondbacks needed tonight i think though one thing that like was funny about especially the late innings in this game was how reminiscent it was of the diamondbacks trying to come back on the padres yeah. side where you just kind of see them like just swinging at everything like it allowed yeah. kyle nelson and justin martinez to be very aggressive outside of the zone expand the strike zone and make them swing at some pitches they had no business swinging at and 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 get out yeah yeah no it was it was they very much took uh kind of like advantage of their aggression right and yeah i think yeah. that's probably part of what's gotten this padres team in trouble for a lot of the season if i had to guess i'm not going to say that's a good and watch them super closely but um 
yeah, the bullpen did what they needed to do. Um, and I think that was kind of always the, I mean, that that's been the problem with this bullpen, right? Like there's obviously, you know, at this point you feel like you can trust Paul Seawald, right? But outside of that, it seems like it's kind of a, a, a carousel of, of guys that you can trust in any given moment. And as soon as you can yeah. trust one person, they let you yeah. down. Right. Yeah. And so it, it, it has never been in a point where you feel like, okay, if the, if those top guys are, have been used and can't play, you're going to feel good about the bullpen coming in. You're going to really have much confidence about the bullpen getting the job done. And like I said earlier, I didn't have that confidence. I did not really feel uh, like a whole lot of confidence that the bullpen was going to get the job done, but they did. Um, and that's good. If that's something they can keep doing, um, well, then this bullpen is kind of rounding into shape at, at the perfect time um, and can be pretty effective uh, for the rest of the year, but that's to be seen. The man that deserves the most credit, the man, the, the man of the hour uh, tonight, the moth is none other than Justin Martinez, because this man was uh, the the move was announced about six hours ago. He was recalled from AAA Reno and Luis Frias was optioned uh, to Reno. And man, I mean, I'm not going to lie, much like many of you. I was terrified. Uh, whatever that liar Jesse Friedman says, he was terrified. We were all terrified. Oh, uh, yeah. Damon, Damon, Damon was not having Justin Martinez coming into the game late. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and rightfully so, right? When it comes to the bullpen, we have seen not only a lack of ability to be that lockdown arm for this team, but especially like the young guys, it feels like they, they at times ask too much of them. Uh, and this seemed like a very big moment to ask of a guy that just got recalled from AAA Reno today. But man, Justin Martinez had ice water in his veins. He was throwing some pitches. I mean, again, he was he, he definitely played on the aggressiveness of the Padres, and that helped him out quite a bit. I, I Again, one of Jesse's tweets tonight showed exactly uh, how off the plate he was throwing some of his pitches and how uncompetitive they were. But mm -hmm. I, I, I would like to say that at the very least, I mean, even though he walked, uh, he, he had a few walks and, and uh, you know, didn't, didn't look as sharp as you would love to see him. He had two walks. He still was very careful with the big hitters that he needed to yes. avoid. And he didn't allow those guys to have their moments. And I mean, to be honest, for a young guy coming up and trying to, you know, win a game, trying to trying to close things out, it, it you know, it, it might be a difference of opinion. You know, you might it might be maybe thinking he just wasn't didn't have very good command tonight, which might have been the case. But it yeah. felt very much like he was very careful and, and smart with who he pitched outside of the zone to and, and how he tried to stay away from some of these guys that would absolutely rip you know rip the ball in in this instance oh 100 and that's what i was gonna say right like it, it, this is a, this is a lineup that is as much as that aggressive it's that aggressiveness gets them into trouble it also was the reason they have a positive run differential right like yeah they yeah. they they can make you look foolish very fast and i i was yes, I, they can. You, I, I don't have a uh, a problem with maybe pitching around a guy like Xander Bogarts in that situation because, right? You know, Xander Bogarts is Xander fucking Bogarts. Like, um, so I, if if you know, I, it's probably just smart to be careful with a guy like that, regardless of if you're a young guy or like whatever. Like, it's right. it's probably just the smart way to approach that at bat. So I, and, but especially when you are Jmar and you are in that situation. So I I. 
I don't really have a problem with with that. And especially when you when you factor in kind of the situation, like you said, getting called up hours earlier um, and being thrusted into this big situation and against a divisional opponent on the road for a team that is fighting for a wild card spot against the team that you were playing against on the road. Like that's a big spot for a guy like that. And he probably had some nerves in it too. And so uh, I'm not going to, I definitely in all in all, feel very positive about the, the Justin Martinez experience tonight. I mean, it, 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 it worked out. Right. And I yeah. mean, again, we don't know because like you said, it seems like whenever we think we can count on a guy, then, they're not able to to perform that way. And I, I think the idea here is, is that this guy was able to throw just casually 103 miles per hour in the strike zone. And like that part about him makes uh, the future very exciting. It mm-hmm. felt like he did a great job tonight. And uh, I don't know. It's just uh, he's still young. I think John said throwing that split on a 1-0 count. How old is he? Uh, he is 22 years old, John. He was born roughly three months before the Arizona Diamondbacks won their only World Series. Uh, and, He's and now three years he younger than me, dog. And yeah. I'm young, I yeah. thought. Yeah, I, I thought you were, but I guess <laughs> I guess you're old. Uh, Martinez did make Machado look foolish. I couldn't believe he didn't even swing at that. But, man, his pitches, oh were, his, his pitches were working tonight. And, yeah, and we have to shout out the chat. The chat, the chat oh. mentioning Geraldo Perdomo. That defensive play he made, oh, uh, yeah, to, there was, to almost turn the double play. I will, I will ask the, in a second. I will ask chat the same question I asked you guys in our group chat. Uh, does Cattell make that play? Does Which, Cattell make that play? At the very least, Damon and I said not a shot. Damon is furiously <laughs> shaking his head no behind the scenes. <laughs> Yeah, that's the way that works. But uh, we got to give our credit to the young guy that came out there and did the one thing that not many relief pitchers have been able to do for this Diamondbacks team, and that was shut down a close game. Uh, for that, we are giving Paul Seawald our, our – <laughs> I was just used to saying it. Justin Martinez uh, for his first career save. Uh, he got one and one-third innings pitch, three strikeouts, no runs allowed. Uh, just a great night for the young man. And again, I think why I had Paul Seawald on my brain there is because, again, going back to our discussion about like who he chose to pitch around, who he chose to pitch to, right? If Seawald would have done that same thing, we would have been like, ah, what a savvy, you know, better yeah, right. move some of those things were that he did, right? So I don't know if if it was intentional, if it wasn't intentional. I do know that Martinez still doesn't have the best command, but tonight it was good enough for him to get the Diamondbacks a mm-hmm. victory. And with all the like erratic performances we've seen, it's just nice to to see a guy come in there yeah. and, and confidently throw power, you know, pitches and, and get that get that safe. At this point, it's a, very much a beggars can't be choosers kind of thing. Uh, they don't, you know, they don't ask how they ask how many. So I'm going to take the wins however we can get them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But uh, another way you can take the wins is by getting down on the BetMGM app. If you haven't done so already, come over, join us on the BetMGM app. It's where we do all of our sports betting. And of course, you can swing for the fences with BetMGM, which gives you a free bonus to play on MLB betting. So all you have to do is log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app place uh play the bet mgm mlb free to play game from now until september 7th 
and uh, just be a batter. Pick a portion of the strike zone. You'll either single, double, triple, walker, 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 hit a home run, fly out, whatever happens. You'll get the prize associated with that, and that prizing uh, must be used on MLB and does expire in 24 hours, so do not hesitate to use it. But jump in, make yourself even some more money with the free bonus that they give you from the Swing for the Vences promotion. If you haven't signed up for the BetMGM app yet, use our bonus code of PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Nate Cleveland in the chat says, Derek, give me your best Ric Flair. Uh, I'm a wheeling and dealing, kiss stealing, jet flying, limousine riding, son of a gun. Woo! Uh, (laughs) Feels good after that victory. Feels good. Uh, And if you are here right now in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, you can ask me to do things just like that. So make sure uh, if you're not here already, subscribe to the channel, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our shows go live. Uh, and leave us a thumbs up just to let me know that you liked my Ric Flair impersonation. Uh, if you are also listening on the audio podcasting side, subscribe to us there. Leave us a review. We always appreciate the feedback when it comes to that. Most importantly, sign up today for a Die Hearts membership. We just want you to become part of the family. Join us for all of our events. We have so much fun out of our takeover events, out at all of our other sporting events. We, we show up to all this stuff. So mm-hmm. whether it's us, the Suns, the football gig, uh, whatever, uh, not rising. Look, I love rising, but I'm not going <clears throat> to outside games uh, when it's 106 degrees outside. But everything else, uh, let's hook up. Hey, so. but September, September, <laughs> late September, they got a dollar beer night. Yeah. I know. I love dollar beer night, but it's dangerous for me. And you know that, mm. you know, I have no control when it <laughs> the comes light to rail. dollar beers. It's right on the light rail. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's more of, it's more of the dehydration mixed with the amount of beer I'll drink, but uh, you know, it'll what? be late September. Be, it'll only be that like might be the perfect night to be out there. Yeah, no, we're cooling down this weekend. So it's a good time, yeah. but uh, you get discounts with our partners. You get access to our members only discord lounge, which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan. You also get free piece of merchandise from the PHNX locker, 20% off all future purchases and so much more, including a $50 gift certificate from mountain Mike's uh, and you get, ranch card from dobson ranch uh all sorts of all sorts of wonderful stuff so make sure to join today you can check out uh the gophnx.com to see the full list of benefits you get and so much more so uh become part of our family today uh we do have to give an honorable mention to the new guys again i talked about paul seawald uh we know him not being available tonight already created a sense of dread in us that i can't even explain but uh you know it's because very quickly for a team that had no answer late in games, Paul Seawald became the answer, right? And so, like, the, the answer backs found their answer when it came to some of the late inning drama, drama and, and you know, some of those uh, poor performances that they've had. Doesn't mean the man will be perfect, but it's just nice to have that security, that, you know, that consistency there at the back end. Uh, but Tommy Fam, let's give it up for Tommy Fam. Definitely Tommy deserves Bet- an honorable Fam mention for tonight. 
what the, right? I mean, he's it's two home, uh, two run home run extended his hitting streak to eight games. Eight games. This is a man that it just felt like a very short time ago was an absolute flop as far as a trade goes for yeah. the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's it's crazy. It's almost like with baseball, how you have to wait around to see for a little while, right? Like you just can't immediately assume someone's terrible because they struggle out of the gate. But uh, Tommy Pham, again, and Paul Seawald, they, they really have become huge contributors to this team when it comes to, you know, turning things around, at least lately. I, I don't want i don't want to get too ahead of ourselves i know we've already declared that we're back i know we've already said that we are a wagon again but uh again these guys have been just seemingly such a big part of getting things right after uh they 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 weren't it, it didn't seem like they were the answer at first yeah no i, I mean tommy fam very much has the energy of that that kind of guy who, who steps up in in big moments for a team um and yeah, he definitely it definitely wasn't great off rip, but I think as we've done plenty of times, it, both on the show and in this fan base in general, it had a very fast reaction to something. Um, and it, you know, I, I was very critical of Tommy Pham, and then lo and behold, he, he's become quite the contributor for this team, um, which should be a lesson to all of us. But he, it, it, no, I mean, it, it's that's why you traded for him, right? Like it's. He definitely, you needed somebody to kind of just add, provide a little more depth and to provide a spark here and there. And that's what he did tonight. Um, yeah. And he goes about his business in a very just like nonchalant, like there, there's no emotion, positive or negative. It's just Tommy Pham. He's always just here. He's just always level. Um, and I feel like it's uh, when he's doing that and producing, it's a, it's a nice kind of, a unique presence to have in the clubhouse and on the team and on the, in the dugout and all of that. So um, it's unless, un, unless, unless it involves something with fantasy football. Yeah. Of course, up, of course. When fantasy football season is, is fast approaching. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we all know he's capable of getting there, uh, but which is, it's why it's even almost more impressive when you see him just kind of be uh, just kind of rock steady all the time. Um, and now that he's also kind of contributing in an actual baseball sense, um, like I said, it seems like it's a, it's a, a very plus contribution, uh, plus acquisition for this team. A lot of talk about Tommy Pham fighting someone. I think John said he thinks he's going to fight someone before we leave San Diego. Uh, yeah. They get a changeup right over his head. Yeah, I'm, eh, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I think it might need to happen. We might need to send the message that not only we're back, but you don't want none of this, you know, yeah. like that's a good, that's a good strong me message to send. Uh, we got Mo starting trouble in the chat talking about Lance well, Lynn's numbers. since becoming a Dodger. They can't keep letting this? Lance Lynn get away with this. What Maria in the, in the came in the chat and said, uh, Dodgers fan here. Is it true? The fan base hates us. Uh, oh, Maria. Oh, Maria. We need to have a long talk. Well, um, then she went on to say for no reason, question mark. For no reason. Yeah. Well, there's for a, no there's reason. reason. There's a reason. We're in the there's same division, the, Maria. We don't. We, I mean, we don't I'm need, not even. I wasn't even around around. for all this, but even I know about the pool incident. Like you're gonna say, there's no reason for the hate. I was. Th well, I was no. there. I was there that day, Sean. I was there. I was there when they were talking about it. I saw Matt Kemp talk to Gonzalez and the other Dodgers players. Uh, I. I I even uh, could have had video of it. I would have had, like, this is my greatest journalism regret. 
but my Diamondbacks fandom that ran through my blood through these veins would not have allowed me to just stand there in the corner in the pool area videotaping the Dodgers celebrate in our pool what i'm just i'm not supposed to fight them in that moment i'm not supposed to get my press credential revoked forever by attacking these people when they jump in the pool uh i felt like i was just putting myself in a bad position by going out there and still a lot of regrets it's it's a lot there's a lot of regrets there really when it comes to it but uh anyway uh we do have the wild card standings uh wait before we get onto that i just uh, we were talking about the trades your cat's knocking stuff over. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she's really excited about, you know, the wild card standings. But as much as people wanted to throw stones at Mike Hazen in the front office for not doing more, it would seem that the moves that they made do end up looking pretty savvy, at least for the time being, without them really jeopardizing much of the future. You know, we've we've, yeah. we've kind of paid attention to what Canzone and Rojas is doing over there for Seattle. And it may, may take a while for, you know, all of that to figure itself out. But it really does feel like, um, you know, these these guys might end up being the key to, to helping the Diamondbacks get, you know, get maybe maybe get to the playoffs. Oh yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. It's it's. I mean, the the, st- the stability at the back of the end of the bullpen that Paul Sewell provides, I think, is invaluable. I don't think you see many teams succeed without it. Um, and then it, tonight's it, it, t- tonight's right-handed lineup going down. Uh, you know, what I mean, against Rich Hill, that was that was something that. I mean, we've seen them be able to put out that many righties, but not really have a lineup that looks as competitive as that one. Yeah. did and. Maybe it doesn't look as competitive if Tommy Pham didn't turn things around recently and and go on this hitting streak that he's on. But man, I mean, it just it feels like feels like things are really working in the Diamondbacks, you know, direction. And yeah, that's and another it, thing too, by the way. The luck tonight seemed very much in their favor. When we talk about shit yeah. not going their way, uh, tonight couldn't have been more the opposite of that as far as things, you know, the ball bouncing the Diamondbacks' way and Zach Gallon's way mostly. Yeah, right. It's a pendulum with this team. Everything is it's all good and then it's all bad and then it's all good. <laughs> um, like it, it, it. Yeah, I mean, th- this team at this point is is a team to me that that without a shadow of a doubt, I think you, you can you can say confidently that that when everyone is if, if this team is playing to their potential, they are a dangerous team. They are a, a legitimate playoff team. It's yeah. just become a massive if of them playing to their potential. And, I mean, even right now, like, they only scored three runs. The offense was not impressive. Corbin Carroll has still largely been uh, an, an unaffected, un- non-contributor for this offense. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, absolutely. Which, which was – he was – a large part of the reason why why they were so effective at the in the first half of the season, right? So Very him true. having a, a damn near MVP caliber season, um, and so like it, it's not to say that the team is by any means um, there, right? But it, it, you do know based on what you saw in the first half of the season, based on what you've seen from you know kind of the back end of the bullpen lately, all these different things, what you're seeing from a guy like Tommy Pham now. Like, you know that the pieces are there for this team to be really good. And that that just, in my mind, means you can never really be out on the team because if they do start putting things together or if, like, tonight luck bounces their way, then you, you don't really know what's possible for them. 
Um, and so we, it's obviously we, not it's not the greatest place to be at, right? Like I'd rather be the Braves where yeah. you know, like, oh, this roster is the best roster in baseball. And if everything goes right, we should win the World Series right there. That's not by any means what the D-backs are. But y- you know, like I said, that if everything – you know, if a, if a handful of things just bounced in the in their favor, yeah, things are possible. Yeah, well, and and you bring up a great point when it comes to this team, right? Like, uh, we talked about Zach Gallen kind of adapting, and when he doesn't have his best stuff, still being able to be effective. The Diamondbacks have kind of adapted now to who they are versus who they were. And it doesn't mean like it's, it's something drastic, but uh, early on in the season, you know, there was a lot of relying on obviously the, the creating chaos on the base path and their ability to, to do a lot of the things that just made the other team make mistakes uh, lately. That's not the case, right? Lately, they're not doing creating that same chaos, but they're still finding ways to win. I mean, they've really stepped up the power as far as like their home run game. Gabriel Moreno uh, hit a dinger tonight, so I mean, there's oh, they're they're getting they're getting some power, but uh, it, it's it's still kind of reminiscent of when we used to say if they could get everything working on all cylinders, this would be a very dangerous team. Tonight, they got strong performances from their bullpen. That's something that's been missing. They got a strong performance from their starting pitcher, even when he didn't have his best stuff. Uh, offense, like you said, still kind of missing in action tonight yet it was still enough to beat a Padres team that is not playing very good baseball right now themselves so let's take a look at the wild card standings speaking of that because things remain close but the Diamondbacks make up just a little bit of ground in the standings now uh oh is it are they still a game and a half back I thought that they were one game I think they're a game now yeah Yeah, I have a game so okay so this hasn't been updated but the Diamondbacks game game back now um and things still remain very close between all of these teams i tweeted it out the other day but they i did not include the padres in this because they are technically behind the diamondbacks and remain behind the diamondbacks uh but 13 games still remaining this season uh against those teams that are ahead of them they have a whole lot of games against the cubs they have a four game series against the reds they have a series against the giants so uh, they still have an opportunity to, you know, really give themselves a, a chance to to get in there. Uh, Damon's claiming MLB.com screwed him. Um, <laughs> and he is, you know, we talked about how Damon will seek revenge against all of the oh, potential no. rookie of the Bad year candidates. He's coming uh, to the website. As it yeah, is. watch out MLB.com. <laughs> also, Damon, can you take care of Matt McLean? Because he is getting dangerously close when it comes to war on our boy Corbin Carroll. Uh, as Sean said, uh, things are not uh, that Corbin Carroll just hasn't been very, very effective lately, but uh, hopefully he'll get right. Uh, we do have the updated probables for the rest of the series. Uh, let's take a look at that. Uh, Lot, still still no update for the game against Michael Waka. I'm imagining a bullpen start there for them, um, and I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't really know either. It really, you know, it really just depends. It'll depends on how these next two games go, right? If, if the D-backs end up with wins in these next two games, then I'll be honest, it doesn't really <laughs> matter all too much to me. What happens in that fourth what game? Obviously, I'd, I'd like the win, but, you know, if, if you're telling me to come out three or four in the series – I'm going to be happy with that. Um, but no, it, it, uh, yeah. I mean, you look at the first two matchups, I'm, I'm 
feeling okay about them, right? Like, I feel like the D-back should have a good chance to win both of those games. Um, and then uh, you just never know with a bullpen matchup. So anything's yeah. possible there. I, It's just, it's not, it's a good feeling to look at the, you know, look at the the pitching matchups, just kind of look at the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks and feel like, hey, they have a chance. It's been a while since that, as I could, I could feel that way with some confidence. I'm, I, I can't wait to see Brandon Fott go in game two of the series, to be honest. I think we're going to see Fott get his first victory. Uh, and yeah, I know that might, that, that might be reaching a little bit, but I just, I really think based on the way the Padres are struggling and, and Brandon Fott's recent performances, I, I think we could see maybe a big strikeout day for Fott. And I think we see him finally get that elusive first victory uh, that, that he still hasn't been able to get. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I like, we were just talking about with the, the Padres aggressiveness, um, if if Fott can use a way, it can figure out a way to use that like, to his advantage, use that against yeah. the Padres. Yeah, anything's yeah. possible. That's where we're at right now. That's what we absolutely need to see. Um, and Brett said, "Man, the departments. Uh, what did, did we get? Did we get another thing wrong? I, I don't know, but uh, we're 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 definitely losing MLB.com as a source once Damon gets his hands on the people that wronged him. Uh, one thing." that you guys need to remember of course uh there's there's uh, road trips to san diego are fun and jesse took his out there uh, i was just strongly recommending uh to my wife after listening to jody jackson uh talk about the 79 degree temperatures that we needed to take a road trip out to san diego immediately and i don't even care if it's for a baseball game i just want to get to 79 degree temperatures but uh the two things you need for a good road trip to san diego a good pair of sunglasses and of course stopping by your favorite circle k to make sure you fill up along the way you can check out circle k for the best coffee beer and snack selection and of course filling up on premium gas stop at circle k fill up your car fill yourself up Get yourself uh, some Powerade. You can get those four for $5. You also get entered to win uh, a chance to be one of 10 finalists to fight both Damon and Sean for a 2023 Ford Big Ben Bronco SUV. Uh, you also can get buy two, get one free Monster Energy drinks and buy two, get one free Beatbox Hard Tees. The Monster Energy drinks are for the drive out, and then the Beatbox Hard Tees are for your uh, hotel room. That's that's the way pros do it. But make sure you're not missing out on all this great stuff right now. Uh, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. And again, you also need a good pair of sunglasses, so get yourself the best pair of sunglasses that you can get uh, that, that money can buy, basically. They're just as good as expensive sunglasses. And they're more durable, and they got premium polarized shades. Of course, we're talking about Shady Rays. Shady Rays makes gear built to last, and uh, I, I love my Shady Rays because here's the thing. Knowing that they have the most insane broken and lost replacement plan uh, that I've ever heard a sunglass company having has somehow allowed me to not break or lose my shady rays. And I'm just careless with them. <laughs> I just leave them places on counters. I just go into businesses and set them down knowing full well, I have a bad memory and I'm probably going to leave them behind. And yet I don't because I love my shady rays so much. I make sure that they're on me, but if I did break them or if I did lose them, shady rays would send me out a brand new pair. Absolutely free. No questions asked. Also, if you buy them online and you do not like them and you either want to swap them out for a new pair or get your money back, Shady Rays will do that for you. Uh, 30 days, 
from purchase uh, for free with, again, no questions asked. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. Well, we are very excited to be joined by the one and only uh, vice mayor, uh, the Thunderstick himself, Jesse Friedman from San Diego. Uh, what is that shot that behind background. you? Background, damn, is Jesse. Is that real? Is that real? We can't hear you. You're muted. You're muted, Jesse. There we yeah. go. Now I'm unmuted. Now you can You come hear in with the beautiful swear- shot and then you drop the ball. Is that a green screen behind you? I don't believe that's a real shot. It is. It is not a green screen. Although it's funny because they've been like flipping the stadium lights on and off. So as of maybe 60 seconds ago, it was pitch black behind me. And as of like maybe three minutes ago, the full stadium was still lit. Now we're in like this, this like in between phase, uh, which honestly That's looks tough. fantastic. Amazing. So I am, I am on board. <laughs> oh, I love this. Uh, so how are the vibes, uh, Jesse, in San Diego? It feels like things are much different from what we could see looking in the dugout uh, as far as the, the mood of this team is concerned. Yeah, it took us a while uh, to, to be let in the clubhouse, which I have a suspicion is because uh, Diamondbacks teammates were having some fun with Justin Martinez. This, of course, being his first major league oh, save. Uh, oh, we were, he, got we everything, told- he got everything poured on him. Every liquid they could find got poured on Justin Martinez, I have a feeling. <laughs> that, is, that is correct. I was told uh, beer, shampoo, and ketchup uh, all doused <laughs> on Justin Martinez. I knew Martinez it! After oh, no. the so, yeah, that doesn't sound like a fun combo i feel like those those liquids mixed together would like cause some sort of like chemical reaction or something yeah. so yeah. uh glad, glad we was created jesse that exact combination of ingredients right right yeah I'm, i think it's probably for the best so we weren't allowed anywhere near that situation when it was happening uh but yeah i mean tory was pretty <laughs> frank after this game that you know, he kind of had his back uh, against the wall in a situation like this. Uh, we asked him after this one ended, you know, which which relievers were unavailable for you guys in this game. And he said officially it was Miguel Castro, Paul Seawald, Kevin Ginkle and Bryce Jarvis. All four of those guys were off limits for the Diamondbacks in this game. He did mention, you know, maybe in like an emergency situation, he might have been able to make some exceptions. Uh, but yeah, the D-backs were very shorthanded in the bullpen in this game. So yeah, for anyone, you guys probably already covered this, but for anyone wondering why Justin Martinez uh, is is in the game, you know, trying to get a save uh, fresh up for Reno when the Diamondbacks just traded for Paul Seawald, it's because Paul Seawald had pitched in four of the last five games that the Diamondbacks played, yeah. and the same story for Kevin Ginkle. Five out of six is a lot to ask, something you basically never see major league teams do. Uh, so, Tori, you know, when I asked, like, you know, what what made you trust Justin Martinez in this situation, his answer was we had to. Like, that, that was just the reality of the situation. The Diamondbacks, I, yeah. I guess there were technically other options. Scott McGuff theoretically uh, was available. Joe Mantiply theoretically was available, but those guys have obviously really struggled in big moments this season. And, you know, we're at the point with this D-backs bullpen where Tori Lavella would rather pick up a guy from AAA and, and put him in that spot than go back to some of the guys who have really struggled in high leverage situations recently. What were your thoughts on Martinez's performance? I know that at times he seemed all over the place at other times, things he was doing seemed very, kind of intentional and savvy and then i didn't know if if i was just giving him too much credit on some of it or what (laughs) but it still seemed like a a pretty 
uh, stone cold outing for him, like a fairly fearless kind of situation where he got he went in that, in there and, and got the job done. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a rough start. I mean, he yanked four straight fastballs to Fernando Tatis to start off the outing or yeah. to start off the, the ninth the inning. inning. Ninth um, inning yeah. And uh, and yeah, you, you know, at that point, maybe you're holding your breath. You've got a guy uh, coming up from Reno with, you know, not great numbers in Reno, an ERA of about 18 when he was up in the majors earlier in the season. Uh, the numbers didn't necessarily look good from any perspective. But the reality is Justin Martinez is really hard to hit. Uh, since yeah. the Diamondbacks sent him down, he's pitched nine innings. He's only allowed three hits. Hitters in Reno were hitting 097 against Justin Martinez in this most recent minor league stint. The flip side is they also drew 12 walks against him in nine innings, <laughs> which is obviously way too many. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is sort of the reality of where he's at right now in his development, where he is going to be wild. Uh, you know, he walked two in the inning. That's that's not great. But I think you're right. He was, you know, I, I think he went out there fearless. He got a big out to end the eighth inning. Uh, and he was able to go out in the ninth against the heart of, of one of the best lineups in baseball and, and shut the door. I think he, he deserves a lot of credit for what he was able to do, even if it didn't necessarily look pretty all the time. We were talking about the upcoming probables, Jesse, and there is that TBA still pending for the final game of this series. Do you foresee it being a, a bullpen, another bullpen game, or do you think Zach Davies is going to return to the major league roster in, in time to start that game? It sounds like Zach Davies is at least an option. Uh, I wasn't here pregame, but uh, Tori Lovello, uh, from what I've heard from, from other reporters, did say that Zach Davies is an option for that Sunday game and, and was apparently talking as if his next start will, will likely come at the major league level. Uh, I know we talked the other day about you know, how poor his, his second outing in Reno was and how the Diamondbacks might want to see a higher level of execution before they bring him back up to the majors. That doesn't, at least right now, nothing's official, but that's not really how things are trending with the way that Torrey talked before this game. I think there's a, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to see Zach Davies start on Sunday. Although I should mention, I think there might be an even better chance we don't play baseball on Sunday because yeah. apparently there's a hurricane uh, off, off the coast of Mexico that is heading up this direction. <laughs> I don't think oh, it's no. going to be a hurricane when it gets here. Wait, uh, but wait, yeah. you're there. Jesse, oh, I'm not going to sleep worrying about Derek's you. worst Maybe. nightmare. Oh, God damn it. I am so terrified. I you won't have any issues. Early. I no, won't have come any home issues uh, drinking uh, enough water, Derek. You don't have to worry about me not having Yeah, water. you're going to drink plenty of water because you're not going to have a choice. When the waves drown you, Jesse, come home. I'm worried. <laughs> I don't know, though. This shot's too beautiful uh, to not keep you there, so I might just selfishly need you to stay there. Uh, just because of this shot. But uh, we also have Evan Longoria, who seems to be possibly getting ready to join, rejoin the team soon. Yeah, Evan Longoria is starting a rehab assignment in Reno. Uh, so we don't have an exact timetable for when he'll be back, but, you know, that's obviously the, the last step. So I think it, it might just be a matter of a few days before you see Evan Longoria back up uh, in the majors. And I know Evan Longoria is, is not necessarily like an everyday uh, is strong third baseman at this stage in his career. But, you know, right now the Diamondbacks are rolling with the, with the Jace Peterson, Buddy Kennedy platoon at third base, and the yeah. results haven't been great so far. So I, I think they're very much looking forward to getting him back. What I mean, what, what, what is this team? 
what what even is this team anymore? I don't even <laughs> understand. Tonight's win seems so unlikely. If you were to tell me that the Diamondbacks scored three game three runs against the Padres in San Diego, I would not have believed that it would be enough for for them to pull out the victory. But is this a case of San Diego just kind of struggling right now as much as the Diamondbacks were struggling two weeks ago? It's that that's part of it. Uh, you guys may have already addressed this, but. I think a big part of this game is that the Padres hit the heck out of some baseballs and they went right at a whole bunch yeah. of Diamondbacks fielders. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is this turn of luck for the Diamondbacks? Like Zach Gallen had a horseshoe stuffed up his ass or something because, my <laughs> God, some of those balls were smoked, but right at a defense, like just from the first inning on, I felt like every ball was two feet away from being a home run. Yeah, the average exit velo on batted balls against Zach Allen, I tweeted this out, was 97.3 miles per hour, which is extremely high. And there were only three ground balls in there. So this wasn't just guys pounding it into the ground. These were line drives and flyouts that averaged about 100 miles per hour off the bat. And somehow just one right after the other went right at. There were a bunch of shots to Tommy Pham. There were a bunch of shots to Corbin Carroll. Uh, Zach came back out for the seventh inning to get Xander Bogarts. And of course it's a right. line shot right at Nick Ahmed. That's right. just kind of the, the way that, that this game went and neither Zach Gallen nor Tori Lavella really disputed that narrative after the game. Uh, they they <laughs> pretty much just owned up to it. Like, yeah, we, you yeah. know, we, we got away, we got away with some stuff in this game. And frankly, yeah. the D-backs, it, it feels like they've had some, some maybe bad luck in, in recent days. They obviously haven't been yeah. playing well, but, I don't think Absolutely. luck has really been on on their side recently. Not so that's something that tends to fluctuate throughout the course of, of the year. And I think they definitely uh, they're definitely going to be thanking their stars after this game. Sean said it, the, the pendulum swings, you know, in the other direction sometimes. And that's kind of where we're at as far as the luck for this team. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. Zach Gallon, who has struggled to not give up home runs in, in basically the second half of his season so far, somehow on a night where he couldn't do much other than give up fly balls, still doesn't give up a home run tonight. And that was fairly impressive of his outing. Diamondbacks needed some length. They needed an economical Zach Gallon. And they, I mean, they they did get six and a third inning, maybe not as long as you would really have liked to see him go on a, on a perfect scenario, but still uh, Kyle Nelson, Justin Martinez, they both, again, we, we said it earlier, but they deserve their flowers for what they were able to do tonight. They really do. I mean, once Gallon came out of the game, it was like, all right, here we go. Bottom of the seventh, one out. You've got a 3-1 lead, and you don't have Ginkle or Seawald or Castro or Jarvis, as I mentioned. You don't have any of those guys available. How are the Diamondbacks going to put this game away? And they did. Kyle Nelson was outstanding in this game. He came in and struck out the two batters that he faced in the seventh inning and came back out and was effective in the eighth inning. Uh, of course, we already talked about what Justin Martinez did in this game. It was an impressive showing. I think those guys really, uh, really showed some some guts uh, in this one. And uh, Justin talked about after the game how it's his dream to become the closer for a Major League Baseball team and how he can't afford to waste opportunities like this when they come around. And he absolutely took advantage of, of it tonight. It's also, I, I feel like we have to address that Justin Martinez is throwing 102, 103 miles an hour. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Which is just something that, like, the Diamondbacks just haven't had that. It's a, it's a different look. Uh, he's obviously very raw. The command needs to get better, but, it, but it's different. It's something that this franchise hasn't had. They're starting to prioritize more. And I think a lot of fans are, are willing to put up 
you know, with some, yeah. some command issues and, and more walks than you'd like, knowing that the guy is throwing 103 miles an hour. And when he is locating it, it's very, very hard to hit. The man dropped it from fifth gear down to second. He went from 103 to 88 uh, in back-to-back pitches at one point. Like, I just don't know what you're going to do with that at times. And if you can effectively change speeds like that, expand the strike zone, do some of the things he was doing. And to be honest, he was pitching. There were a lot of non-calls for Justin Martinez tonight that were right on the edge. Now, they weren't they weren't blatantly wrong calls. They were calls that just could have gone either way. But the the home plate umpire was not giving him like the outside mm-hmm. edge at all. And he was kind of dotting just I mean, stuff was stuff was hitting the strike zone as far as, you know, the the on on screen presentation at least. So like there's there's a lot there, I think, to be positive about, not just the win, but a lot of what Justin Martinez did tonight is uh very exciting for the future of this organization but uh jesse everybody wants you to get out of there i think uh az uh az girl said she's gonna send her grandpa's private plane for you uh but wow okay uh, me and and sean (laughs) might jump on that and head to like miami or something first so might take you yeah there she said az sports girl 224 said jesse i'll make my grandpa get you in his private plane grandpa uh we need to go to vegas first real fast and then we'll go get jesse but uh jesse take care of yourself be safe uh do not get washed away into the oceans of california and uh we will see you on monday I will say it's it's gorgeous out tonight. Like, shut it, up! It's no, like, you will not say that. Wait, <laughs> like I said to you on Monday, you're doing the show with me tomorrow. So because of your you bragging about the weather, you got to come back here at 1 p.m. tomorrow and do the show with me. I, I will be I will be back tomorrow. It honestly was weird driving in, and it's like you know 74 and sunny or whatever, like it normally is in San Diego. And you're hearing reports of a hurricane coming this weekend. It's like. I don't believe it. Like, I, I don't yeah. believe it. There's yeah. no way this is happening. So. Bad San, Diego, San Diego never has weather that isn't outside of 74 to 80. Like, that's their range yeah. right yeah. there. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's and sunny there, to partly cloudy. <laughs> there has not been – I looked this up earlier today in preparation. There has not been a rainout at Petco Park since 2017, and there have only wow. been three in the history of the ballpark. It just doesn't really happen here very wow. often. Wow. So. That's I'll crazy. believe it when I see it. I don't, I can't picture <laughs> San Diego anyway, other than like, yeah, like 76 and partly cloudy. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Fast forward to Jesse looking like Lieutenant Dan out there screaming at God in the middle of a storm. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a reference you even know. Forrest Gump. Is that a movie you've seen? I don't know. Oh, I, I yes. have. All right. It is I just surprise, need... shockingly, Derek. It is a reference. Right. I understand. That's one of the not. seven <laughs> movies you've seen. Good. All right, buddy. Well, be safe, and we'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you guys. All right. Well, we uh, appreciate you guys uh, for sticking around with us, and I am not going to get good sleep tonight knowing Jesse is in a, a hurricane situation. I'm supposed to just, I'm just supposed know, to just right? go to sleep and not worry all night about that. But luckily, I have my friends from OG's Brands to hook me up with their Aquaberry sleep gummies. And thanks to those, I won't think about Jesse once during the night. I won't care what happens to him. But if you want to sleep that good where you don't care about your loved ones while you sleep, grab yourself some Aquabear gummies, uh, sleep edition gummies from our friends at OGs. They have a wild variety of, of strains, doses, uh, and, and 
choices for you to pick from, including uh, making the choice easier with their fruits edition and their cream edition mixed bags. Uh, both of those have a variety of flavors in them that you can try out, either love the variety or find one that you love. But we highly recommend you check out OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Um, what, 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 what did Damon I do? Damon is reprimanding the, the Dodgers fan, Maria, for talking about James Outman. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I don't know, man. His, uh, never mind. I forgot. I'm not allowed to bring up positive James Outman stats in front of Damon, so I will not. I will refrain from doing so, but uh, <laughs> I'll tell you. real mad. Yeah, no, I, I know. I know. He's that's, that's Damon. That's Damon. Damon does not accept anything other than a Corbin Carroll Rookie of the Year victory, folks. So if you're new here, um, that's why he has uh, defeated James Outman. That, that's what's his goal. And Ellie De La Cruz. He's, he's 2-0. But uh, I'll tell you, no matter if you like this team, another team, uh, in the NL West, or even the Cincinnati Reds. It doesn't matter. FOCO has you covered. They are a leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise, and they have a product line featuring an incredible amount of apparel, uh, accessories, and most importantly, the collectibles. They have collectible bobbleheads that are uh, limited edition and numbered on the bottom. Uh, they are some of the best, most beautiful bobbleheads you can find. And again, they are little tiny works of art that are highly collectible and just fun to have around your house so make sure to check out foco during baseball season for those bobbleheads aloha shirts straw hats polos bags anything you need for your baseball season so uh make sure to check them out foco always has our back for arizona sports and they have yours too uh, get the best gear around by visiting foco.com and using code phnx for all non-presale items use the code phnx for 10 percent off and yes foco is the one that brought us uh the rally monkey rally the monkey. arizona diamondbacks rally monkey by the way that's important to throw that that little addition on there uh sean still happy about about a victory oh yeah oh yeah and Just, I'm, I'm happy about a string of victories string of victories that's three in a row it, it i don't know good what to this, be playing winning baseball again i don't know what this feeling is anymore but it's good to feel yeah, it right again. so uh until tomorrow's game uh, actually tomorrow's episode sean will be doing tpsp so make sure to check out that show tomorrow at 12 30 uh and then just stick around for half an hour no matter how long they go for and then swap over and watch us do the d-back yeah, show i'll try to keep uh, it short for you guys thank you i appreciate that uh, but of course make sure not to miss everything that we're doing over here at phnx we are coming up on our two-year anniversary and i still can't believe that it has been two years working uh for this company doing this amazing job uh, that I truly love every single day. So uh, I just wanted to take a moment to thank everybody for being along for the ride for the last two years. Uh, and we aren't stopping. We are literally just getting started. So do not miss what we have to come because we have some big announcements coming very soon. Uh, and we are just continuing to grow. But uh, shout out, shout out to uh, Damon, our producer, by the way. I don't know if... I don't know. I don't want to embarrass him or anything, but Damon has been doing a tremendous amount of work for us on this show in a part-time capacity. And we say part-time capacity because I still bother him at three o'clock in the morning to make me graphics when my stupid brain comes up with stuff. So there's really no non hours when it comes to PHNX, but uh, I want to uh, give a lot of love to Damon who is now our full-time producer uh, and will not only be here 
helping us out full-time, but will also be featured on some of our other shows, uh, producing those as well. And of course, we are all Damon's dogs at PHNX. So we love you, Damon. Thank you so much for all of your hard work up to this point. And we are very excited to have you around for the future. So uh, yeah, see, Cog says, wait, Damon is only part-time. Yeah, we. I know it's hard to believe with the amount of work that this man does. Uh, and all, everybody does around here. Like all, all, all of our employees at, at PHNX work incredibly hard, but man, it's a lot of fun. So uh, we thank you guys for uh, joining us and being along for the ride for the last two years. And here, like I said, here's to the next two. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Uh, Sean is at Sean underscore to pause. Damon, most importantly, is at Damon Dog. That's D-A-W-G. And of course, you got to give a little when you do. You got to bark when you follow him. Uh, our show is at PHNX underscore d Jesse, he's also here too, by the way. He's at Jesse N. Friedman. He would be mad if I didn't include him. But uh, none of that matters. All that really matters is that all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We thank you guys so much for being here tonight. We thank you so much for your time. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you. And remember kids, baseball is fun, but it is so much more fun when one of your relievers can throw 103 miles per hour.